Welcome to the Shifting Our Schools podcast, where we believe learning never stops. We create innovative and flexible professional development opportunities that support the current research and thinking in education today. This week's podcast episode aspires to set you up to take another step forward on your personal learning journey. Now here's your host, Jeff Udick. Well, welcome back to another episode of Shifting Our Schools. I'm your host, Jeff Udick. I hope this episode finds you safe and healthy. Today, we are talking about communication. If you are a regular listener, you know how we kick things off. That's right. This episode corresponds with the free guide we have for you. The free guide this week is called, What Can Schools Learn from Social Media Campaigns? And that free guide can be found at shiftingschools.com under resources in our resource library. Before we dig into this week's guide, I wanted to share our new menu of PD offerings for schools we've created. As the intro to the podcast says, we pride ourselves on creating innovative and flexible professional development for organizations that value educators' voice and choice. Our menu lists out some examples of workshops and sessions we can run for your school, We can do these either remotely on Zoom or create asynchronous pathways for you or turn them into some podcast PD episodes for the ultimate flexibility. The choice is yours, really, and hence why we call it a menu. You can check out some of our offerings like refining our framework for project-based learning or my personal favorite workshop to deliver, teaching students future-ready research skills. You can find all of this over at shiftingschools.com slash menu or under the school tab on the homepage. Now, what can schools learn from social media campaigns? This free resource was created based on a request of a listener. This request specifically asked us for help in rethinking how to launch a unit of study that gets students excited. The Shifting Schools team and I had a wonderful conversation about the different ways we've tried to generate curiosity and interest for an upcoming unit. And we realized some of our recent experimentation was inspired by what we were seeing in our own social media feeds. As a Washington State native, I'm a big fan of Brandi Carlisle. She's a stellar singer-songwriter, and if you are a big fan too, then you know she has a new album out. And do you know how musicians today start to spark interest in the release of an upcoming album? They drop very short trailer videos on social media. Here's the thing about those trailer videos. Sometimes they aren't longer than 30 seconds. And often they don't tell us very much about the album. Instead, they try to make us guess, wonder, and imagine what that album might be like. Why do they do this? Because we love a good mystery, and we love making predictions. And there's a part of us that just wants to know the answer. As a former elementary school teacher, inviting my learners to make predictions for what was coming next in a story was something we practiced. My favorite thing about reading out loud to my kiddos was finding a stopping place that made them want more. I'm so mean, sometimes I would even be in the middle of a sentence. Drove them nuts. Like all good teachers, I'd ask them what they think was going to happen next. Why? When we share our predictions, when we think like detectives and share that thinking with others, we learn a lot about the way one another thinks. So teachers, what's coming up a few weeks from now in your classroom? And what images, words, or sounds could you show snippets of 
for the sheer purpose of inviting wonderment into our classrooms, or in my case, just to frustrate them a bit. And school leaders, what's an important meeting or initiative you have planning? If you were going to put together a really short coming soon trailer for that meeting, which image would spark curiosity among staff? In our free guide, we point you to examples, and we also remind you that Adobe Spark is not only free for educators, but it is also stellar for creating little trailer videos like this. Adobe Spark continues to be one of my top five tools for the classroom. It's all about short videos and everything you need to make them is all right there in one nice little package. Back in 2014, Marianne Stranger wrote an article in Edutopia that I returned to today in 2021. I want to read you a passage from her piece. She writes, quote, Curiosity prepares the brain for learning. While it might be no big surprise that we're more likely to remember what we've learned when the subject matter intrigues us, it turns out that curiosity also helps us learn information we don't consider all that interesting or important. End quote. If you are a principal visiting classrooms, I think one of the most powerful questions you could ask learners and teachers is, what have you been curious about lately? What I appreciate most about the free guide I'm talking about today is that it really aims to cultivate curiosity. I know in the world of education, we talk a lot about student engagement, and I've long thought the missing piece of that conversation is looking carefully about what we are doing to generate curiosity. When we wonder together, when we see learning as something that is not always predictable, we want to engage. As communicators with an array of communication tools like never before, here's the question I have to ask myself. How can I use these tools to tap into the power of curiosity? Do I understand how the world makes students curious? What is that brain used to seeing, hearing, and interacting with that makes it curious? Music now comes with a short trailer. Video games are released with short trailers. Clothes are released with a short trailer. It's time for us to tap into the marketing aspect of our craft. If you're a math teacher, then yeah, part of your job is selling math to kids. Why is this important to know, to know how to do? You sell books, ELA teachers. Science teachers, you sell wonderment about things big and small. Social studies teachers, you sell our past and future, and together we all sell the passion to learn more. We have to remember that we're teaching a media first generation, a generation that, for better or worse, has grown up with media at their fingertips, a generation that believes you should see the photo the moment you take it or watch that video instantly. They know no different. It's not just videos. Images can spark just as much curiosity as well. For those of you who have ever seen me give a keynote, that's why I will often use an image with no text on the slide. I don't want to read to you. I want you to wonder how the story I'm telling connects to that image. I want you to see that image and for a split second, feel curious about what's coming next. Making your brain tie what I'm talking about to that image and making sense of both. 
You know what needs to die and never be used again, teachers? Clip art. Educators, please tell me you're still not using clip art. It's dead. It's over. It's time has come and gone. I will mourn its death with you. I used to have CDs full of clip art. But in 2021, our world, our students' world, is filled with beautiful, real images that are colorful and graceful and can lead to more curiosity than a stick person or an outline of a cat ever could. What we're talking about here is inviting student culture into our classrooms. It's a great question to ask ourselves. How am I inviting student culture into my classroom? I think our free guide, What Can Schools Learn From Social Media Campaigns, has some practical tips for this year and beyond. And I'd love to hear more about how you experiment with any of these ideas. Or if you've seen other ideas pop up in your social media feed that you think are even better examples, please do share. Or if you still happen to have those clip art CDs, please take a picture and share with us at hashtag shifting schools. Educators, it's time for us to up our game. It's time for us to look at the world around us, study it, and then bring it into our classroom and use it with our students to connect their world with our classrooms and to continue to make sure we're preparing them for their future, not our past. Thanks for listening. And until next week, we'll see you on the network. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Shifting Our Schools. If you found this episode helpful or inspiring, please make sure to subscribe and leave the team a five-star rating. If you want to learn more about the Shifting Schools team or download our free resources, head over to shiftingschools.com to see what's on offer now. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week for another episode to keep rethinking the shifts our schools need.